episode 60, Beers and Beards podcast, a double episode, probably not any longer. Yeah, it's just a two, it's spanning two weeks. I mean, it's summer. Can you really be bothered to sit and record a podcast? No, especially not. I'm in like on the sun. Like we were just talking about this. If you watch our video in the room that I'm in, I need to get some curtains. And I told you in the neighborhood that I live in, people would think I was I was like a, the rich house, like getting curtains because they put up blankets. Put up blankets. I might have to do that. I got some. I think I still have my uh, NFL helmet blankets for when I was a a wee lad. Football. Did you ever have those? Um, like, probably got the old school Rams Oilers on it. My mom, I'm sure my mom still has those somewhere. I don't know. Is your does your mom keep everything? Most things. <laughs> Are you that way? No, I keep nothing. Like my kids will have no memories not, of you. <laughs> no memory. No, because my mom or themselves. Has There's no memories of me from like, you know, eighteen to to today. Because I posted on Instagram, I was like, I gotta start taking a pic- pictures of things other than beer, because that's all that my phone is. Like I started looking through it; it's all beer. I went to the beach last week, took no pit like three pictures the whole time. I know, none with a shirt on. And- but I feel like you kind of disconnected, <laughs> right? You didn't check your phone a lot. You didn't fuck around. No, I was. Yeah, I mean, I had my phone because I was using it to play music, but. <laughs> It was sitting in a cooler. Did you play our playlist? No, I should have. I should have like trolled some people with what? it. Like, here's some Christmas music. Yeah. Christmas in June. Here's some uh, world famous unlistenable playlist. Here's some e-girls or whatever. The, I forget that. I forgot about That's, that one. Right, I was, yeah. Is that e-girls? E-girls rule the world. Yeah. Ruining my life. Yeah. It's a classic. So stick around. It's a banger, son. To the end of the episode, if you if you're a person that you listen to eight ten minutes at a time, you're missing out. Yeah, you probably forgot that you haven't liked us on Facebook because we never say that till the or end. Twitter, Twitter. Let me tell you, we're we are the few people on Twitter. On Twitter, to the few people that do follow us, fuck you. We love you. No, fuck thank you. you. Shout out to Twitter. Everyone, you want to tell them what happened on Twitter? Yeah. So our good friends. Brett Beasy, Brett Board, mm-hmm. said, hey, we got a nice new collab coming up with our our good pals from Fatheads Brewery. You might have heard of them. They're, they've won like 75 billion Great American Beer Festival medals. And Fred Board, not known for IPAs, said, hey, let's do a West Coast Experimental IPA. And, I said, and they said, if this gets whatever, 20, like, 20 retweets or likes or whatever, then... Uh, we'll tell you who, well, first they said, we'll tell you who the collaboration is with. It was with Fatheads. And then the, they said, if it gets more, we'll tell you which hops are in it. Cause I'm like, I'm the nerd. I'm like, oh, I'm like retweeting it from every, I'm retweeting it from my dog's account, like everything. Cause I wanted to know. And then I said, Gary, from our Beers and Beards account, I said, Gary hates hops. If this gets 20 likes or retweets, then I'll make him chug the collaboration beer on the podcast when it comes out. Mm -hmm. So July 16th, mark your calendars. I think you can start drinking the 17th, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be your first. First It's going to be a banger. Chugging the beer. We'll be together. I'll make sure I get one of the beers and then you're going to chug it. Yeah. I might even, have you ever shot? Would you want to shotgun it? Or would you just rather chug it? Yeah. I'll just chug it. Chug it from the can. I'm assuming it's going to be a can. glass. Okay. Chug it from a can is a little hard. It's still going Steve Austin in. <laughs> but then Fredboard comes over the top and says at 50 likes, we'll make him eat some uh, eat the hops. hops pellets. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I didn't sign up for any of this. I didn't agree to it, but that's that's what's going to happen. That's our guerrilla guerrilla marketing. I feel like Fredboard takes shots at me because then they're like, hey, we're coming to Kentucky. We know you love beer. I'm like. Do it for the fans. I'm kind of pissed at fretboard because we did the podcast and then the next day they were like, Oh yeah, we announced we're coming to Kentucky. That would have been perfect to announce on the podcast. We had good, we'd had good news. Yeah. We would have our, our tens of listeners would yeah. it would they would have heard it first. But so yeah, if you've not followed us on social media, that's where it's happening. Also, bourbon's coming back. I have fifteen days remaining. 
And with that, it's coming a giveaway, David. Of bourbon? Of, no, I ain't giving it. I don't like anybody enough to give me bourbon away. (laughs) Um, But of some beard octane product. All right. And I may throw in some Dr. Squatch. Okay. And a, might be multiples because I have a little something else. And a wristband. I do have a wristband. And a beers and beards sticker. Yes, but That's I do cool. have a wristband of the company that I don't. I, let's let's hash this out. All right, get this email about becoming an ambassador for Ray's Energy Drinks, like R A Y apostrophe S R A Z E, and they're a part of Rep Sports. They do like pre workouts and yeah. I don't. I, to be is that, what honest, your shirt is? Be, no, this is a man strong shirt. Yeah. I do have a Ray that so. I'm like, sure. Sounds good. Let us send you this pack, you know, to get you started. I get like six energy drinks, a shirt, a wristband, a backpack, so many samples. And so I try, I've not had energy drinks really this whole time doing 75 hard. So I've not even tried the energy drinks. I did try the pre-workout. Tastes really good. I'll say that. It tastes really good. Um, but I'm That's like, the most didn't... important thing to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it tastes good. It didn't it doesn't make you all jittery and stuff. If that's your thing, maybe I'll throw some of that in there. Then I'm thinking like, we're not, like, we're not. How do you have. How do you, how do I great? Just give it all away. Like, and just. We have a code. We have, honestly, it's a pretty sweet deal, but I don't, I mean, I don't really want to. You don't want to whore us out? Not for that. I do. I I keep saying, I mean, this is an hour-long podcast. We got 45 minutes of the show. That's not a commercial. But here's the thing, and I think digging into this, this, so it's not like a sponsorship, right? It's, you're a salesman. And what I found, they added me to a Facebook group and all this shit. And I'm kind of studying on it. And I see, like, you you buy these, like, Rambler packs. And it's, like, 100 cans of energy drinks. And people <laughs> wow. are just, like, flipping them, selling them to the gas station and things like that, you know, making money off of them. I'm like, I ain't really, I ain't really that's, Yeah, that's, that's some hustling. Have I ever had a friend that had, like, a bottle shop? Maybe I try to slink some in there, you know, just on the off chance that they didn't want beer, but you might, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but, but I think that goes on to one of the things that you want to talk about is micro influencers. So are, yes. are we micro influencers? Would you consider ourselves influencers at all? I will say this since I started this podcast, I have had, I mean, I can't count the many times people say, hey, have you had X bourbon? What do you think about this one? I saw you drank, uh, I don't know, Weller. What do you think about that? What do you think about you know, whatever it is? Duke. D- yeah, anything. You know. What's the one that you get the mo- asked the most about? The Old Forster. Really? In general. That, that brand in general, Old Forster. Because if you go to the store... Like they have a lot liquor store. You, you got old Forester for $12 or old Forester for $112. Right. So what's the, di- like, what's the difference? And I'm so like, I've had Statesman. I've had 86 and then I've got maybe on a comeback show. I'll do the eight year old. And that I've was, got the, I don't know. Have you had the, the prohibition, 1912? the 1920? Oh, it was a 19, it yeah. was a 1912 too though. Right. Oh, I don't know. There's a 1910 and a 1920. Maybe 1920 is a heater. That'll light you up. It's like 100 and I think 116 or 118 proof. Well, I had it on table, bourbon notes. I have a sensitive palate, so you can't have that. I'll leave you to tell me about that. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean? Like, so uh, the definition of a micro influencer is somebody between a thousand and a million followers. Very ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, <laughs> considered experts in their respective niche. Now I would, can I would, about consider you an expert in craft beer. I'm far from 
from a bourbon. Micro influencers could be food bloggers, travelers, fashionista, fitness guru like myself. Uh, just to name a few. So we have over a thousand followers on Twitter. So we fall into this overall. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. I think we're almost at a million on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but so I don't know. If you were all right, pretend you're not us. Pretend you're not you, and you you were a company. Would you look at a micro influencer such as ourselves if if you wanted to market a craft beer or, or maybe like a bourbon festival or something like that? Would you come to somebody that's in our our world, us, um, Ginger and the Beard? So, you know some of these other great podcasts that are in our lane. Would you Would you try that route? Because you're a yeah, marketing. Well, guy. I think that craft beer is niche enough that that's where you would probably like, you're not going to go to a mass audience, right? You're not going to go to the Bud Light crowd <laughs> to try to sell craft beer. You're going to go to people that are going to drink craft beer. That you know, we're going to drink craft beer. Yeah. That you know, or yeah, you, you at least want to like, that's one of the cool things about targeting on like social media. Like when we run things, we, we can target to people that drink bourbon or people that let that like craft beer or people that, have a beard like you can go and specifically target um which is nice that's the that's my favorite thing about social media and i think that that's where a lot of brands go to especially because a it's probably cheaper right than tr- than trying to go to kylie jenner who has a trillion instagram followers and most brand and also how many of the people that are that follow her are going to be interested in something like craft beer or bourbon or they're not like that's not like you need to go to where your customers are mm-hmm. and people that listen to us either like craft beer, like beer is not as much like, I don't get as much like, Oh, I saw you try that one specific beer. I'll get asked about like brands or styles or um, like bourbon breweries. or breweries. Yeah. Like, Hey, what do you think about that brewery? And bourbon is different just because there aren't as there's a lot of bourbons, but there aren't as many. And I think a lot of like we've tr- and you've tried most of the big ones on the show so far. I mean, there's only a, a few big ones left to go, but yeah, yeah, there's only a few that you haven't. And, and the, I mean, we've gone through, if you go back through our list, MMAMcKinney.com, we have a full list of all of the beers and bourbons that, w- that we've tried. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of meat there in terms of what we've yeah. tried. There's, it, it's a lot. So I think that you, I wouldn't say, that either one of us are experts. I would say that we are informed in that, especially with how much we're looking at the industry too, for, cause we don't just come on. Like we'd like to joke that we come on and talk about, you know what? It's a dumb podcast, right? But we talk about news and our, we put our spin on it. We've got mm-hmm. a couple of news stories coming up tonight, mm-hmm. but it, that's what, you know, we're, we're in that industry and we can start to see trends and we, we talk about trends and we talk about news and, I think that those are the people that are, are going to naturally be that are going to naturally gravitate toward listening to us. Like the and people that, yeah. Yeah. That's why. But, yeah. We're, yeah, we're cheap. I don't mean that like, as in we're cheap, but we are, you, we're micro. So it's not going to be, you can, you get more bang for your buck. You know, if you, if 10%, so say a hundred of our followers, yeah. like by whatever, you know what I mean? It's not at a huge scale. So it's it's right. not, you know, we're not charging $100,000 for an Instagram post. Well, and we looked at this too. I mean, $6 right now starting off for, for an Instagram post. Yeah. You can go up and up. Yeah. If you want it like in the story. $8 is nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Our story is better than the, than the, the post. I think so. I think no. people, one of the trends that I've seen and I'm, I suck at social media. I feel like 10 years ago, I was right on like, you know, when we mm-hmm. were in our, in our heyday yeah. and when social media reacted differently, what I mean is like, if I have, if we had 500 followers, 500 people saw our shit, right. You know, now if you have a thousand followers, 50 people see your stuff. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> on so a good day. <laughs> you got to pay for it. You got to beg for likes comments retweets shares all that and it's a i mean honestly it, it's a brutal game like you got i mean there are full-time jobs like social media managers who stay up on the algorithms and the trends and all that 
and they change them a lot too so that people don't yeah. catch on when people start catching on they'll change it immediately like that's the catch 22 of social media is that it's great to be able to reach the people but then they got it. that's how they make their money too right they know that you build this audience and you want to you want to be able to speak to that audience so here you you got to pay for it right so you that's the people are always afraid that cream you know, like, baby cash rules everything around me people are always afraid that like Facebook would become like not free for, for the general user. And that's exactly the opposite. Like it, they never would charge for it because they were smart enough to say, we're going to use the, the customer base to build the audience yeah, of all these you brands. Are commod- yes. We as the user are the commodity. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I think it's super interesting. I, I think that, Maybe, you know, from rivalry brews to see what as, as a small business himself, who looks at small businesses such as us to help market and affiliate and, and do that. What, you know, what's his ROI, you know, what it yeah. would two subscriptions to rivalry brews compensate for giving you free beer every month. I don't know. We've had more than two people sign yeah, up. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, you know, I, what, <laughs> You know, whereas if I'm like I did a deal, a brand deal with uh, ESPN Plus, and actually, it's like our deal or our deal with Amazon Prime. You know, they 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 don't care. They're just gonna when you hit a certain thing, they're gonna pay you. Like, and it's we're talking about a billion dollar company. It's pennies. Like in in pure transparency, if you sign up for Amazon Prime. Or Amazon Music, I'd get Amazon Music for dot com forward slash beers and beards. We get three bucks. So, you know, if we average two hundred people a podcast and two a week sign up for Amazon for, uh, Music, six bucks a week, which is so, beer money, which is beer like beer and bourbon money, right? That's all I we mean, care. I, we just care about getting free beer and, and bourbon. I think living in this digital age for the last decade with websites and podcasts and things like that. I am just as happy. Like, I think it does bring a certain level of, um, like legitimacy when you have people that want to advertise or want to give you a shot at being an affiliate. And granted, they're wanting to use you to sell. They want to connect with the people that, you know, but like it, everybody wants to feel wanted. Like everybody wants to feel like, oh shit, yeah, you know, I'll yeah. take that uh, two cents on a dollar commission, you, you know. So right, well, because the but, more you the more you sell, the more they make. Yeah, so. but we are horrible salesmen, and well, but if it we do it because maybe somebody's out there you're like, I always want to try Amazon Music, or you know what, I was going to get me some beard oil, but whatever, or I wanted to try some of. Rivalry brews. Fretboard. 10% really, really helped me out. Yeah. So speaking of all of this, talking about sponsors makes me thirsty. Oh, it's beer 30, baby. So our beer segment every week is brought to you by Rivalry Brews, as we mentioned. 10% off with the code MMA McKinney. They've got restocked for summer, 4th of July. They had a great Father's Day sale that we passed. There's so much. Adam just actually texted me. I think he's telling me, hey, we got to give you so much more beer because you're selling so many of these. Uh, and it's not, a, it's not a subscription, right? It's not you, – you, you, you're not going to just keep getting beer sent to your – like you're not going to be f- swimming in beer, which that would be my like, – that's, that's Independence that's, Day. That's 4th of July for me. But you get the beer that you want when you want. You order six. You order 12. You get flat rate shipping. Right. Beer is like, expensive hey, I think I'm going to be thirsty tomorrow. Chances yes. are you order it tonight. That motherfucker coming tomorrow. Yes. Do they they don't, they don't mess around. You're, you won't dehydrate in the time that it takes for that to get to your house. Yes. So this is our 4th of July show. It's the anniversary of America. So tonight mm-hmm. I had to have a beer called anniversary from pretentious barrel house, which is, you see how fancy this bottle is, Gary. There's a big three on it, which he's not even looking at me, but it's a fancy beer. This is a beer from an all sour brewery. Bottle again. 
There's the bottle. Pretentious Barrel House. There's a three. You can kind of see there's a three. I do. It looks pretentious. Yeah. So, All Sour Brewery. They made this for their for their. Well, they didn't really brew the beer for the, their anniversary. What they did was they said, "Let's take all of our best beers, dump them together, and make what's called a cuvee." Right. Is that Very popular in like yeah. wines. If you ever had a wine that's like a blend, it's called a cuvee. So I think there's eight different beers in this. Um, and you can see, you might have seen me sipping on it, but it's a very beautiful, like a almost like a reddish hue. Um, you got fireworks going on. All that's, right. that's fireworks for your beer. <laughs> for the so, episode. Yeah. A reddish hue. Um, that does not look. It's like my, reddish. Yeah. It's like a reddish uh, amber color. It's it, definitely not very apple juicy. Red apple yes. oil. Yeah, this is actually red apple oil, um, which is so tasty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's a it's a blend of beers. And you remember the last time Gary we had a sour beer? I almost died. Episode mm-hmm. I think three. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you want to hear me almost die? This one's not as bad. I've had a couple sips of it. It's not as uh, but again I have that one. I, I think I went too fast. I got a little excited because the beer was was delicious and it was very acidic and sour. This one, let's I, let's try I do it. Miss, I, I wish that I would have got to have seen you do that because back then we just hurt each other. Very like fruity flavor, but not, there, David. I definitely get a lot of apricot in there. I wouldn't know what a fucking apricot tasted like. I had, I, a, well, a, I had a a real one apricot recently, so I, I know what they taste like. And I ate, a, I ate a peach today. What is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> it's like I'm watermelon season. Sick in the head. It's a, it, it's no, it's a peach melon. season, man. Come on. Uh, oh, we're... The the summer is is uh, stone fruit. You, you want stone, stone fruit? This, podcast. Uh, this summer is fruit. Fruit. <laughs> Blank fruit. Fruit. <laughs> Grapes. No, but the... Yeah, so anyway. It's definitely... Sour and and the the thing I love about Pretentious Barrel House, which I love saying their name, they're out of Columbus. Mm-hmm. All you ever been there? Yes, all of their beers, barrel aged sours. Every single beer they put out, they're like, "Ah, we're just gonna, we just really want to do this one style of beer." We got a real just, deal on some barrels, <laughs> and yeah, we just really like making sour beer. And the problem with sour beer is like a lot of it's wild yeast. So if you try to wild yeast, yeah. So if you try to, you know ferment some of the same beer you got to really clean whatever your whatever your uh vessels are that you're fermenting in or you'll get infected like some breweries that do sour beers and do other things they have a specific like quarantine section just for sour beers but pretentious barrel house like this that's every it's a you get bacteria anything like bacteria is good in beer Mm -hmm. not you don't want to get infected but bacteria are are good but this beer uh 4.5 bottle caps out of five like if this is the type of beer that i want and when i barrel aged sours i always say is my favorite style although it's probably really ipas because that's what i drink the most but very light on the barrel flavor it's not heavy like oaky like you're not going to feel like you're like getting that like you're not going to feel like you have splinters in your teeth or in your on your tongue like i don't know if you ever had a like a, a, a very oaky like bourbon where you feel like you've got like you can like you're chewing yeah. on a barrel you i'm sure you've had some of that but definitely not that but you can tell that it's barrel aged it's just very smooth and easy drinking i think it's like five point what does it say five point it's five point eight percent and it's got like a hand hand bottled date on it too so that's that's a special this one's been aging a little bit too so it's this came out in october it's now july so it's not only barrel aged but then i've been aging it a little bit for what another nine months after it came out this one is is gets better with age it's like oh sour beers are like if you like wine if you're a wine drinker which i'm not but if you like wine sour beers are the perfect Entry into beer. Uh, uh, yes, if you like wine. 
I remember like a white. We, I was at David's engagement party. <laughs> I don't remember where it was at. And I, and I assume this is a sour beer because like, oh, this tastes like a warhead. It was a fucking purple beer. Yeah, it was uh, the Spoiler gadget alert. from Urban Artifact. Spoiler alert, Urban Artifact. It doesn't taste like a warhead. <laughs> That's where my trust issues in breweries come from. That was at the Growler House, one of my favorite places. But everyone that Gross was beer. So we had some people there. That's like one of the places that that my now beautiful wife and I love to go because they always have a great selection. It's a great bottle. It's a great uh, tap room. So, of course, a wedding, right? You've got some people that are not beer drinkers, Mm -hmm. some people that are. And I think they have a really great uh, bourbon selection there now. I don't know if you had any. uh, They used to have like they would have like a like uh Jack Daniels and and Elijah Craig and like just based very basic stuff. Now they've got a they've got a fire bourbon selection. Like it's it's just as good as the beer selection. It's lit, bro. Lit. Um, but yeah, it was fascinating seeing the people that were like ogling this purple beer, and everyone. I think everyone tried it. Right. Yeah. Juan got a flight with on with it, and he was like, yeah. "That's I hate that." But he's also <laughs> a Bud Light drinker, and he doesn't That's like true. Happy Van Winkle, so. I don't trust his taste at all. Yeah, we got to throw it, kick him out of the equation. But that's that's one of the beers that people, and that's different than it is a technically a sour beer, but it's like a heavily fruit. It's more like a fruit beer than it's like basically a pasteurized fruit beer that's heavily. It's just basically fruit that's fermented. There's there's not a lot else going on, but it's like a blackberry and. Delicious. I now I want, but that that beer is like eight and a half percent, and it's it, it'll mess you up. That, so what you're it, saying is, it'll get you drunk. Did you like the 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 fifteen uh, percent herb? I can't remember. We had it on one of our shows. The astronaut beer. Yeah, astronaut beer. Hell yeah, I liked it because that was very dry. Like it was sour, but it yeah. was dry. It was like a like a very alcoholic grape juice. That's <laughs> what that was. <laughs> very alcoholic. Great. Yeah. I think I even said in the podcast, this doesn't taste like beer. Right. And I've got so. so and that's I, the best kind of beer, the yeah. beer that doesn't taste like beer. And I love sours. One of the other beers styles that I've been getting into Belgian beers, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother. Are they lighter? They can be. Some of them are. It just it, it, Belgian beers are, are really defined by the yeast. And like good, I like a good 2% beer. That would be like a, yeah, like a table. You can get a table beer, like a, a beer that you just you have on the table just to drink while you're drinking your other like liquor. <laughs> so is it like when you know when you go to a like a nice restaurant and everybody gets a water regardless? You get the is beer. That, is that, is yeah. that what table beer is? Well, that's the yeah. everybody's gonna get poured a beer. Yeah, it's a. Um, it reminds me of like Craig Ferguson. Um, he used to be the late night host after David Letterman, and he was a really bad alcoholic at, at one point in his life. And he said, "I would go into these pubs in England." throughout in the in the middle of the day and they would say they would automatically give you a beer and then they'd ask if you want a drink <laughs> they, they meant like do you want liquor with your with your beer like yeah. the, the drink is water like that's your water yeah the, the drink is, do you want to drink with that like is you want yeah. something a little, little stout little, yeah you want some stiff but uh yeah that this four point i'm gonna say 4.5 bottle caps out of five for pretentious barrel house anniversary number three. I'm so excited, Gary, to, to have the bourbon portion be back on the show. A couple Listen, weeks. I got I got it lined up, ready to go. I may just drink them all. We do have well, we do have an episode. We have to drink them all. We do. We got to get up with Mike Tabor and, and see when yeah. he can come hang out with us. And yeah, and I want to see him. Like maybe we'll have him just be on the show and hang out. Like it's like yeah, and then we'll drink the the bourbons. We'll we'll rate we'll rate them. We'll rank them. See which one has the most bourbon notes. We'll do a one to five scale of bur- how many and notes we'll of bourbon it has. Home. <laughs> yeah, we'll and then we'll drive. and then we'll go to we'll go to uh, CC's Pizza Buffet. That's Mr. Gaddy's. Wow, I don't think there are any CC's left. Are there, there is. I was in. Uh, where was I? Just recently, uh-huh. and I saw CC's in Indianapolis when I drove through uh, on the way to. Uh, there's a CC's Pizza buffet right off. Oh, and there's sure. one in in Cincinnati by Jungle Gems. 
we'll we'll go next time you're in, you're up and I'm not a CC's fan. I'm not either. I almost got in a fight at a CC's once. Oh my god! Of course you did. <laughs> I'm more of a Waffle House guy. I watched a video of a uh, a legit shooting at the wall, like a guy's Facebook living a fight in the Waffle House, and the guy shoots it up. And as the guy's shooting up, he's like, "Oh man, the Waffle House is getting shot up!" <laughs> like, yeah, it's getting <laughs> shot up, dude. Right? And I know it's the Waffle House right at the intersection, like in a, not in and a I, bad part of town, but yeah, I feel like Waffle House should be safe, safe space. Like there should be like no gun free zone on gun for yeah. put down your guns, pick up your waffles. That's right. If you that's missed like our America. last episode, go back and listen to how we talked about how many waffles we might be able to eat in 24 And we period. both spoiler alert, think we could eat the same amount and we might make that happen. Loser. I haven't had a waffle quiz bowl. I haven't had a waffle, a pancake, a slice of bread in 60 days. Wow. Yeah. The the closest thing I've come to like a legitimate, I wouldn't even say like a comfort carb, but is as I'm carbs, I am um, potatoes with oh, eggs. That's not even, it's not even, it's like it's just potatoes. Uh, but David, in your backyard, which is Ohio, twenty twenty yeah. sucked. It I did. would say both of our governors struggled. I don't, yeah, I don't. How would you call it struggle? I don't know. A lot of challenges in twenty twenty for everybody, especially public officials. Uh, and it was no different in the craft brewing industry in twenty twenty as they took a hit. A significant. I mean. Still a lot of money, but not as much as as uh, 2018. So tell tell us about this. Yeah. So every other year, the Ohio Craft Brewers Association um, has a, a report done, basically on the the state of the industry in in Ohio. Um, and this year's came out, obviously, you know, mostly focused on it was 2019, 2020, and the so they said a total economic impact from the craft beer industry. Eight hundred eighty point seven million. That's down from nine hundred sixty-seven point one million in twenty eighteen, which is way down. Down, still a lot of money, but not. Yeah, you know, beer production dropped seventeen percent in Ohio from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. I need to look in, into this too because Ohio has three massive. Bre- like we have a, a Budweiser, Anheuser Busch Brewery in Columbus. We have a Miller Brewery down here in Cincinnati, and we have Sam Adams in in Cincinnati too. So I don't know if that includes any or all of those um, or not. So I don't know if it includes those or or if this is just craft beer. But the the big thing was eight point nine percent decline in economic impact generated by higher breweries over the past two years. the The big number though that that I think for me is you can kind of see it, the positive. There are 300, 357 craft breweries in Ohio as of the report's completion, which I think is the end of 2020. 15 closed for good during the pandemic, which is not not great. But 73 known breweries are in the planning stage in Ohio. So we're going to hit. And our we're going to be over 400. On the opening of a new brewery, allegedly. I think he just made it up. But. Yeah, he just made it up. But I think the big the big news for me there, obviously the numbers – are bad, but I think that the numbers could have been a lot worse, right? For I think sure. that it's not as bad as, as anticipated. It's bad, but not as bad as anticipated. Like, but that's kind of like saying you're drowning, but you're not you're drowning as much as we thought you were. Right. So, yeah, right. Like you're, yeah, you're feet can, you your can touch the bottom. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> but the big thing is that the number of breweries and, and some of the breweries that closed were, probably going to like the ones that I think we're going to close anyway. Like those are the ones that closed the people that have the kind of their heart and soul and, and, and the brewery, like we had like a rock bottom brewery, which is a chain brewery closed. Like that's like, Hey, that's a, that's a business decision, right? Yeah. Some of them kind of were on their way. They're on their last legs before the pandemic. And then they're like, ah, pandemic, let's close up shop. Right. We had a couple, definitely had a couple like that. And, um, in my my area but 
the big thing is, you know, people were saying, hey, we might see as many as like 50% of restaurants and, and breweries close. That so far at least hasn't happened. Right. And I think now we're starting to see some of that, some of the, the momentum start to head the other direction. Like I heard the latest number I heard today being in the, in the food industry, restaurants are back about 50% of what they were before, yeah. um, before COVID and, and only going up. And that's, that's just in the U S though. So, uh, we're headed in the right direction. Um, definitely not out of, out of the, the deep end just yet, but I think it's headed in the right direction. And you as like an outsider, like what is, what are the big, what's the big takeaways that you got from just like the, basically the cliff notes of the, what you just talked about. Yeah. When you put me on the spot here, dickhead, just in, I mean, not that you read the whole report, but no, I have, I do have the whole report pulled up here, but so you're looking at a juggernaut. It's, It's, Still, overall, but when you're at scale talking, you know, $100 million difference in two years, when the whole industry is trending up anyway, right? It's not like craft beer is going to keep going up. Just so happened that this virus smacked us in the mouth. So to see that 15 close and 73 are going to open, and now those 73 of 50 stay open, you know, hats off. Yeah, but it's it's such a dramatic difference in your neck of the woods as compared to where I'm at because it still hasn't really struck. Like, granted, you're more urban, Lexington, Louisville, Bowling Green, Owensboro, lots of breweries. But when you venture out Mount Sterling, you know, nothing. <laughs> you know, there's, there's nothing here. Yeah. So, well, you're also in a state too that is so bourbon heavy, and you have like small towns too that have breweries. Um, but even like like the thing too is like is, one brewery, you know, yeah, one brewery, brewery. yeah. Like, there's not like like four, you know. Yeah, and the big thing too, like me being in in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, is like greater Cincinnati area, and the thing I always look at is like south of south of the Ohio River there's not really a lot in terms of brewery. like breweries are not, there's a few, like there's a, a handful, but no, nowhere near compared no, to what like you Covington have. area. And then yeah. what is it? What is it? Georgetown before you really get any. Yeah. And there's like nothing, nothing really in Florence. We've got, there's one out all the way out in Alexandria. Um, there, and there's not really much Yeah, in terms of like, I was kind of looking at, Cause I'm going to the, the Buffalo trace distillery next. Well, I guess it'll be this week end of this, this weekend upcoming. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I'll hit a brewery and there's not, there's not a lot in like nope. in Frankfurt, which is where like, there's I think three breweries. There's a West six, uh, Goodwood, which is based out of Louisville West six, which is out of Lexington. And then there's one small, like local place. Yeah. But I think I'm going to hit up. There's a, it's called the West six farm. Um, it looks like a, a pretty cool place. Like I, I know that Frankfurt is kind of known for like the large, like big, like expansive, like farms and things like that. Um, a lot of like horse farms. And, and so I guess, I think it's gonna be pretty cool, but yeah, I think there's definitely still and Kentucky is such a, a, an interesting state too. It's, it's a very like, that's where you can't get rivalry brews at. Kentucky. Yeah. It's very, and like, for me, like if you look at like, um, Owensboro and some of like the parts of Western Kentucky, like right. that's a, that's a hike. Like from, from it's five hour drive for me. It's like same, four hours to Nashville. Me, yeah. So that's way, I mean, that's basically Missouri and they're in a whole different time zone. It's mm-hmm. like a different world, like way out there. Yeah. You're going to Buffalo trace on the weekend and I, I will be in Nashville. You're going to be at the honky dogs. I would love to give you some beer reviews, but I won't be drinking any or bourbon. So you still will be, yeah, you still won't be drinking. I timed it bad, dude. I thought for sure it was going to be that weekend until I actually said, <laughs> can you do like 68 hard? I mean, you Is can, but thing? it defeats the whole purpose of the program. Well, I'm sure your wife will enjoy you, uh, you being a, a DD for her. Listen, she just got back from Colorado. I don't care if she, I do, I do care if she has enjoyment. I want her to be happy. 
Back from the Rockies. But yeah, she's in the Rockies. So did you get send her did you get any Colorado bourbon bring home? What was the Colorado bourbon that was it Colorado that you had? Old Elk. Iowa. Yeah, Old Elk. Yeah, Old Elk's Colorado. Yeah. Um but this is coming out pre fourth of July a week after the fourth of July. So what what are your do you have fourth of July traditions? Are you a firework guy? No. I don't like fire. I mean, I'm, fireworks are dumb. Really? Yeah. Dude, I'll blow up this whole town on fireworks. <laughs> also, we've got a bunch of, like, you know, hillbillies that light off, you know. Oh, fire. dude, we've been. They're more like fire firecrackers than fireworks. First of June, listen, 98 bottle rockets a night zipping yeah. through this neighborhood. I'm just glad that it's rained here a little bit the past few days because, like, Usually it's very dry by the fourth of July. You're like, man, you you get anything in your yard, and it's like your your house is going to be going up in flames. Yeah. Um. Every, generally on the fourth of July, I get together with my sister and my family and blow stuff up. Go have swimming. a cookout. Yeah, that's I like cookout drinking. Yeah. Listen to the beers and beards uh, podcast playlist. I listen. I uh, I forget what I was listening to. I was listening to a podcast and it went off, and I was driving. I wasn't paying attention, and it automatically went to like beers and beards episode five. Wow! And I was like, "What the?" And listening to the audio, I sounded crystal clear, and you sounded like you were <laughs> sixty-five miles away. Yeah, but very muffled. Like muffled and soft. I was like, we we've had we have a couple of episodes like that. And I feel yeah. sorry for anybody that's listening and to I, any of those. I mean, to be fair, I I always sound great, but you're the one that needs to. It's a little yeah. I need to upgrade first. I need to upgrade the mic. Is the big thing. That's the next next step. So well, I've got mic. You've got the mixer now. Yeah, I've passed down the original Thomas mixer to David. Yeah. So and that's to the next be honest, step. like I don't even know how to tell him how to use it. <laughs> like I think I look at it and <laughs> I need to. My my goal is I want to try to find somewhere a permanent like setup to have. Right. I can do streaming. I can do, um, I can do OnlyFans. You know, record, yeah, I can do that. I can just do. I can record with like other people in the room. Mm-hmm. I want to have like a, a a little mini like real studio setup. Um. If I win the COVID lottery, the I, didn't win, lottery I didn't win the one in Ohio. Well, they, You're still in to, Kentucky, right? Yep. Yeah. So I think tonight, maybe they just announced, I've not got a phone call or anything, but my phone's on, do not disturb. So I'm making off this podcast be the last time you ever hear from me. Although if I won a million dollars, nothing much would change. I would have a studio though. I'd buy a house that had a studio or I'd rent us a studio for a year. Yeah. You could drive there. A permanent setup. Um, and we could watch Netflix. In our studio? Mm-hmm. With that Wi Fi. I mean, if it brings the <laughs> Wi Fi, bro. Man. <laughs> but a couple things coming to Netflix I'm looking forward to. Ozark. Did you ever finish it? Yes. I, I when's that coming back? I think this month. Okay. That's uh, like, man, I Ozark, I need, I close the curtains. I sit in the dark. Like I need to have the vibe of a, cause that's a dark show. I can only, it's like, you ever watch the Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale? I watched the first like couple of episodes and kind of, and Angie has, she watched it, but I like the darkness of that show yeah. and it's just uh, so well it, written and you can tell July, it's going to be late 2021. Now. Oh my God. You can t- I like the episodes that Jason Bateman directs. You can I feel like you can tell the ones that he does because they're ve- and I'm like Jason ba- the dude from Arrested Development and uh, dude and he's a badass. He is. I started listening. He has a podcast with Will Arnett and Sean Hayes called Smartless. Yeah, and they have just a, each one of them brings on a. a uh, like a, a surprise guest each week, which I'm like, they seem to have a lot of prep done for the surprise guest. 
but I listened to the one with David Cross and they talked a lot of, uh, they told a lot of arrested development stories, which were hilarious. If you ever watched that show, I started to watch it. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's very, it's very, uh, like smartly written, but also like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of callbacks to other, like, that's the thing that I love. Like you have to think about, like, think about why things are funny. And then it gets funnier. Like, 20 seconds later when you remember like oh that's that's what happened uh and then there's going to be a documentary about the pappy van winkle heist and i think that was in 2014 i think it was yeah 14, so basically 15. what what happened what ha- happened was uh toby kurtzinger was working at buffalo trace he was a loader and as you will see when you go to buffalo trace there's no fancy way that they roll these fucking barrels. It's on like a little barrel roller. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, they, they roll barrels like there's no other way to do it. You're coming out of a top of a, of a 200 year old Rick house. Not much technology is going on. So he's loading his barrels, doing his thing. When he decides to, you know, start taking some barrels <laughs> and he takes some pappy. He takes some, uh, wild Turkey, uh, and then I don't remember the whole story. I know he's the only one that went to jail. Several others went, got in trouble. There was, I don't want to spoil the documentary, <laughs> but I'm trying to remember. Cause it was so like it was involved. It tied back into steroids, like a whole, just so it was, it's such a strange story, but I'm, and the thing is, to the best that I can remember, Buffalo Trace got the pappy back and sold it. That's you know? funny. So, so the thing that I was thinking about too, like knowing, so the Buffalo Trace and Pappy started in like 2001, right? Mm-hmm. This was in 2014, 2015. So, so I think this- that the first Buffalo Trace that they released was the 15 year. So this wasn't even officially pappy. Like it was going to be pappy. Is that, was that what it was? I think like so. it wasn't like, Hey, this is, de- this is the stuff that we're probably, well, this is their you, mash bill. Like this is the pappy mash, the mash bill. Where they put the pappy. I'm pretty sure it's up in the top. Now it's gotta be lock and key. <laughs> you don't, the angel shares. Massive. Yeah. It takes like 50%. You know, it's something crazy. You know, if you got a 50, 53 gallons, whatever it is, you get like 17 gallons or something out of it. But with Buffalo Trace, probably easier than some of the newer distilleries is, like I said, it is old. Like the bottling facility for Blanton's is literally a table, maybe twice as long as my desk. People on a stool putting the label on, putting the cork in, right behind them, and they just fill up the box. Like it's super simple. And it, yeah, I guess if it's automation isn't always the best or whatever, but it's, I can see a, a vulnerability or risk that maybe, and I listen, I'm sure they got the best of security. <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not like a, yeah, there's a, um, there's, so this is like a kind of like an anthology with a couple, I think there's three different stories that they tell and the the show I think is called the heist or heist or something like that. But the other Mm -hmm. one is armored car theft. And I don't, have you ever watched the armored car? Uh, there's a documentary about it. And then there's also a movie with Zach Galifianakis where they kind of make fun of it. Um, and now I can't remember, but it's on Netflix. And they, it's basically just this like bumbling idiot that worked for Loomis, Loomis Fargo or something like that before it was Wells Fargo and, uh, or, you know, whatever. But the hit, the, the heist from the armored car part is interesting because it's so different than like, but also still it's not high tech. Like they literally, it's a guy that works for the armored car thing. He goes in and he worked in like the repository of the money, right? Yeah, he got well, he goes backs in, backs up a, tr- a van, and's like, "All right, I'm gonna start loading like bricks of of hundreds." Yeah, 
and he he went he ended up going to like and this is I, I don't think it's the one that the story that's told in uh in uh the the story but or in the the heist but the um the yeah yeah, they, he ended up in Mexico for a while, and his like, woman ratted him out or some shit. Yeah, she she ratted him out to like get him. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted. I'm money. trying to see. Yeah, Vice um, did a story on it. I guess Mas- yeah, now. Masterminds is the movie with Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Wiig, and Owen Owen Wilson <laughs> and Jason Sudeikis. It's so good and hilarious, and like I started watching so it without stupid. knowing that that it was about. I knew it was I knew who it was in it, and kind of the idea, but I'd heard this story. Um, it's on uh, a two-hour. They have a two-hour like documentary of the FBI files called "The Unperfect Crime" that was on the Discovery Channel in two thousand one, and it was on America's Most Wanted, which is probably where I saw it originally. Right. Um, I love that show when it was on. Um, but yeah, just fascinating, uh, look up the movie masterminds on it's on, that's on Netflix. It's a great, hilarious movie. And Zach Alphanakis is, he is himself in that movie. He's, it's one of his, one of his best performances, I think. Before we get into our final portion of the show, since we're talking about Netflix and such, or is there, is there anything you're watching currently that's gripped your attention? No. NBA NBA playoffs. Uh, the Reds uh, winning one game. They'll be one game above 500, and then they'll go back lose. You went to a Reds game, though, right? Yeah, I got like really good tickets. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, I'm ready. Perfect night, and they got they lost. Yeah, they lost. Who they play? Um, the Braves. Yeah. So, I've been watching. Me and Abby have been watching the Righteous Gemstones. Did you ever watch that? I watched the first couple of episodes. That's with um, John Goodman, right? Yes. And um, Danny uh, McBride. Danny McBride. And um, the dude from Workaholics, Adam DeMamp. Adam Devine. His name's Adam DeMamp and, the, and Workaholics. So. Oh. So, is you only watched two episodes? What'd you stop? I watched like two or three. I just forgot about it. Listen. So, <laughs> we... And her TikTok algorithm sort of going down like this deconstruction of religion and people that worked at mega churches and just how weird it was, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember there's a show. So I look, I'm like, oh, this is the show. Yeah. Let's watch it. And it was exactly what you would think about, like, you know, the the gemstones run this mega church, and they're all pieces of crap. Yeah. <laughs> and not saying every mega church is that way, but I hope on the surface, things like hospitals, schools, and churches all have good intentions, but at the end of the day, they're all business. Take from yeah. that what you will. That's just the that's just the wisdom I've acquired in the 40 years. It, it's all great when they start, but money, business all taints everything. The you mean like like a like a high like a high high school, like an elementary school or like a college? Both. Like a like the the system of school. No, I don't think that that's a, I mean, Oh yeah. It's a hundred percent of business. I, I mean, I, there are, there are aspects of it that are, but I, well, if you think it's completely about education, then I don't think me, it's completely let, about, let, I me, think it's a let me invite you yeah. over. I'll put on <laughs> a pot of coffee and I'll just say, Abby, get him, tell him. Yeah. So I know she anyway, has some, some, some I've thoughts. been laughing my ass off at this show just because well, first of all, Eastbound and down is maybe one of the funniest, at least the first two seasons are some of the funniest comedy I've ever seen. Yeah. That's, that's your, your type of comedy. Yeah. Kenny powers is like the iconic comedic archetype for me. Like he is so crazy, funny, obscene, but lovable. And he's the, the Danny McBride can only play one, one character. Like, yeah, and that's exactly his, yeah. And and so after this, we're gonna watch Vice Principles, which so it's another okay. HBO show. Yeah. Um. So we, I've been, we're almost finished with with the first season. 
and the second and there is going to be a second season later this year so i'm kind of pumped for that oh the righteous gemstones yeah oh i didn't i've also been tossed around in my in my friends group chat start my own church you should you know i'm not saying no taxes it's not about that it's about get people find ppp loans people find the lord Especially in China, because there's how many 1.2 billion people. <laughs> That's the and best part of the show. When they, I think it's the first five thousand people, and then the wave pool starts. <laughs> we digress. If yeah, you want to listen to some great gospel into, music, oh, I should have done a gospel song. On demand at amazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. You know that's how we roll. You get that. We told you three bucks. That's all we're getting out of it. But for you, it's free. What, what, what's there to lose? Nothing. A little change you lose free? Lose zero dollars? Yeah, lose zero dollars. Again, full transparency. I don't use it. I use Spotify. But as long as you know that, I know many a people that love Amazon Music, including my beloved wife, uses it every day. I sold a, a free uh, membership to a guy that I work with. Did you sell one to a guy at your church? I've not started my church yet. No, I mean the church you go to on the on the weekends. I've not been there in a day or two. <laughs> COVID. Baby. Well, it's it's Friday, of course you haven't. You went last Sunday yeah. though, right? No, I do. We do have a great <laughs> local church here. Church of Christ. It is Church of Christ. All right, they're all technically. Anyway, I mean, this is Church of Satan. Now Gary's yeah. going to play some. Now we're going to play some satanic music. <laughs> Hell's bells. Uh, so our playlist proudly unlistenable, but there yeah. are some bangers in there. Uh, I'm putting David, a banger on it today. Your song. Yeah. Takes me back to 2008 when my daughter was born and the artist was on Sesame street. Don't know if you've uh-huh. seen that version. <laughs> no. Um, this is definitely a one hit wonder, right? Like, yeah, it's also, so the, the two things that made me think about it were a, we talked about heist the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, feist the artist. And immediately I'm like, the thing that takes me back to is the episode of the office where Andy goes and, uh, he's trying to impress the girl. So he's like, find out everything about her. And then it's a, uh, find out everything about her. And then, regurgitate it back to her so he goes and looks in her car at her cds and feist is is the cd and he's like starts singing and of course andy those are the best parts of the of the office is when andy sings so that's it made me think of that and made me uh, nostalgic for one two three four which is a a banger you can hear this on sesame street right like this is yes now i can it's like very like jack That is a good song. Yeah, it was on. Oh, what commercial was it on? Uh, it kind of ruined it. It was for sure on Sesame Street, though. Yeah. It got in the U.S. How high do you think that got in the... the? It's not uh, even her number one string song on Spotify. How high do you think they got in the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S.? 27. Number eight. <sighs> not too bad. Top 10. Yeah. Uh, it has 14 million. It is her number one. I, I thought if I was weird, her number one most popular song right now is Catholic country. And I assume I she, Feist is she, right? Like, yes, she's Feist. It's a person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Leslie Feist. There you go. Canadian indie pop singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Feisty. Performing both as a solo artist and as a member of the indie rock group Broken Social Scene, 
which I did not know. They're very well known in um, in Canada, Ottawa. Northern... <laughs> yeah, they play the all the the big clubs in in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. All right. My song this week, unlike what we're shooting for, popped up in one of my suggested playlists. As you know, two workouts a day. Still got to go tonight. Kind of sucks, but um, I'd heard, I like, I'd heard this, heard of the, I've heard the band's name. That's as far as I knew. I heard the band's name. They're called Whiskey Myers, and this song is called "Bury My Bones." Did you call this country? Not where I thought that was gonna go. It's like a folk Americana. With Kid Rock as a singer. I don't think so. It's two in a row. I like that. I've never heard that before. Comes time for you to bury my bones. Whiskey Modern Southern Rock slash Country Group from bury Palestine, Texas. I thought that was for sure Anderson County, Kentucky. They're signed to Wiggy Thump Records. It's my cousin's. Out, uh, label. <laughs> well, Wiggy's your cousin, Lil Wiggy, Wiggy. Yeah, Wiggy, Wiggy Thomas. Um, I like that though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole probably at some point and listen to Whiskey Myers. Yeah, they. Uh, what did it pop up on one of my daily mixes? So that's it. That's a wrap. If you made it this far. First We're only all, halfway done. We're doing a double episode. No, this is it. I told you, double episode, <laughs> same length. Double this, is good. Yeah. Uh, the number of downloads in the last few weeks, just through our host, it's like it's like doubled. So a billion. So from I half mean, a billion to a billion. I know with a B. We appreciate everybody that's sharing us, checking us out. Uh, we've not posted any videos since the live episode, so you'll you're, you may be watching this right now. So, all praise be to Allah. Um, it's fun. We like doing this. We missed our first fucking. We didn't miss it because it's still technically in this week, right? This week, yeah, it is currently this week. Yeah. So, just because it didn't come out on Monday doesn't mean that we didn't get one in. Because you would have had to do the show in like a poncho and like in a, you would have been in a, well, you could have heard me like smash. (laughs) So, man, I got the, let me tell you what's good for getting up water. Shot back. No, giant sponge, but tampons. No. (laughs) Absorb, they're absorbent. Carpet shampooer. You don't put any soap in it, it just sucks the water up. There you go. I mean, it was, Smart. it was beautiful. You could also, that's actually better than a, that's, that's some next level shit right there. I, Cause shot you know back, you'd be like, out? your back would be broken. Yeah. Because the shot back, I have a shot back. It's got like the little handheld attachment to it. Yeah. I'm like, what? So, but hopefully we're dry. Everything's good. Um, and you shampooed your basement. Smells good. <laughs> <laughs> it smells good in here. If you made it this far, give us a share, a like, a comment, a review, whatever it may be. Unfollow so you can follow again. That's right. Uh, be on the lookout for some giveaways coming up. Thank you always to Rivalry Brews, to Beard Octane, to Amazon Music, to Audible, to I got to get rid of this energy stuff because if I if it stays here, I'm going to drink it, David. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. This is we have sales 16. reps for uh, Raise Energy if you want to. Yeah. Until next week. Uh-huh.
Beers and Beers Podcast. Anywhere that you have the social media links. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're up to 11 subscribers. All right. We're going to take over. We're going to be YouTube. I'm Jake Paul. He's the next Logan Paul. We hit 15. We are micro, micro influencers. <laughs> Better than a micro penis. That's right. Until next week. Okay, let's go to the next level. Dance floor jam pack. Hot as a tea kettle. I break it down for you now, baby. It's simple. If you be an info, I'll be an info. In a hotel or in the back of the rental. On the beach and in the park. It's whatever you went